You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. I think we're going to see the sun. It's like the, <laughs> Dallas has turned into Detroit from the crow. Start making an arc. They're just like, it can't rain all the time. Mm-hmm. You haven't been to Dallas, man. It's that 1999 Godzilla with Matthew Broderick. You Where remember that? It rains that the entire, entire time. film. Well, they had to hide the seams somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> One of the most difficult shoots, I think, even still to this day. Really? Mm-hmm. Why? Uh, well, one, they're fucking operating in rain. But yeah. With just the scale of everything. You know, they're shooting out on the street. They had... Tons of extras, mm-hmm. a lot of room for error. They, they I guess basically it was it was Jurassic Park three before there was a Jurassic Park three. Wow, what's it? Which because is they better? had that whole bit in Madison Square Garden where it was basically little right. dinosaurs chasing them around. That's right. Yeah. That was weird, man. It, not like, where like anybody... that it wasn't enough to have just a Godzilla. They had to have little Godzillas. You got to have some surprises now because they need something for the trailer because everyone complains or they say they spoil all the best bits in the trailer, but then uh-huh. you have to save a little something. It's like what uh, Lost World did. Speaking of Jurassic Park, yeah. where uh, you had no idea that a dinosaur was inland until the very end. That was That's a nice right. reveal. That it was a, a, a mansion full of dinosaurs. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the loss. I'm talking about the Steven Spielberg. The whole sequel. weird like World War II allegory, like the Jews allegory that's going on in that movie where like all the dinosaurs are trying to get out and like the doors are closed and they're about to get gassed. And it's like, it was really weird. It was odd. It was odd. Are we talking about the same movie? The second Jurassic You're, World? Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about the Lost World. I'm oh, talking oh about I was talking about Jurassic World. The original. World. No, I, oh, I know, yeah. The, the <laughs> Forgotten Kingdom or whatever it was called. It's so forgotten that I've already forgotten it. <laughs> you know, I saw it, what, two months ago. For free, I might add. Remember how Don't excited we film. were when they were going to bring it back and they had that? The first one was good. The it, first one was I, what I wanted. It kind of wasn't. It was better than either of the two Jurassic Park sequels. That's, Will you at least that's give really, me that? Yeah, I'll give you that. All right, well, that's there you really go. That's all much. I wanted back in 1990-whatever. That's like saying, you know what? Uh, mouth cancer is better than colon cancer. Can we agree <laughs> on that? Is that? Actually, I don't know that it is. It's, I don't know. Is that true? From what I understand, you colon can... cancer is far more lethal than mm. having like a topical cancer. That's true. All right. Yeah. Well, I'll give you that. So there we go. But then people Ju- know. The Lost World 1, or people... whatever it was called. The Jurassic World 1 was the mouth <laughs> the cancer. The mouth cancer of, uh, <laughs> of the Jurassic World. Park franchise. Yeah. Wow. That's going to be the review that's on the cover <laughs> of the movie. Dear Editing Bay, <laughs> I find your podcast highly offensive. <laughs> Why are they Jewish? Who says they're Jewish? Wow. Yeah, I don't know. Pre- <laughs> presumptuous and <laughs> casually racist. Yes. <laughs> Did you ever hear that song? What was casually it called? Racist? Was it called Casual Racist or Accidental Racist? <laughs> Accidental was, Racist, yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah. It was uh, LL Cool J and Brad Paisley. Have you, you, so you've heard of it. It's about 10 years ago or something? It's really fucking bad. It's a it's a horrible fucking song, like the fact that there you it's have supposed a, to be tearing down the walls though, right? But you've got this guy who's like, just because I wear a Dixie flag doesn't mean I'm like, no, that's exactly what it means. Kind of, a that's bit. kind of exactly what that flag means. Yeah. Um, or your ignorance, <laughs> uh, and I mean that in the look, dude, a, a country western singer that would choose to take the the moniker Paisley, <laughs> I don't think he's ignorant of anything. <laughs> who seriously is like. I'm going to call myself Brad Paisley. Hey, if he can make it cool. Did he? <laughs> I don't know. I barely, <laughs> I barely know who he is. Can, what, can, we, can you scratch the surface of country western music? Uh, like, like what the appeal is? Yeah, well, yeah. Let's go with that. I mean, sonically, it's fine. I don't know. It isn't all... Did you say sonically? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
Sound. Sonic. Sound Sonically. waves that go into your ear holes. Or- orally. Music orally to my ear holes. To my ear holes. What is that? Is there a cat in here? Is there I a think ghost? The cat, I think that's a cat. Do you have a litter box in here? Oh, or do you have a printing? <laughs> like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? <laughs> that's you, amazing. You know what it is? It's death. <laughs> We've cheated death, and, and now it's trying to break into the house. The ink, ink is going to explode. Yeah, in a dude. Now. It's trying to break into my house, man. Mm. Fucking all this rain. Ooh, We've no. got leaks. We have leaks in the roof. Oh, multiple. I yeah. thought there was just one. No, we have one that the other day... Uh, we were looking up in the kitchen. Sarah noticed like it was the paint was bubbling in the ceiling. That's scary. And around so Halloween time, my stupid ass, I poke it, <laughs> and so then it started. What leaking. if a demogorgon came out? Joe? Well, you were really taking a big risk there. Buddy. Well, or it would have been awesome, and I could have been Steve Harrington. Yeah, with the and, baseball and bat, kicked some ass. Uh, but I, I feel like what we did ended up being the right thing, so we could relieve some of the pressure of the water up in the roof. All right. So we found out that we had that. This is the same day, by the way. This was on our anniversary. Oh, sure. That, oh, yeah. uh, Happy anniversary. Thank you very much. By the way. Uh, so we, we went to the fair on a rainy day. Mm. Uh, but no, that, that happened first. First thing in the morning, we were like, oh, man. And we'd already had a leak that sprouted in the bathroom, but it's right over the bathtub. So oh, it's, it's like, convenient. Oh, that's totally convenient. Who knows? That's yeah, fantastic. Exactly. Uh, so then we got home from the fair, uh. and we turned on the lights, and you know we're kind of getting <gasps> situated. No. And there's like this yellow hue in the kitchen. Oh, I'm no. Like, what, what's going on? Why is it like this? Is it me? Is it my eyesight? Am I adjusting? And I end up looking up at the light fixture, and there's water <gasps> in the light fixture. Oh, shit. So I'm like, uh, we need to turn the light off That's right now. not normal. So we turn the light off. I, op- I take the thing out. We dump the water, and we notice that, like, it's not so much leaking, but the insulation in the light is saturated. Oh, no. So I was like, what the fuck? So we took that out, and then immediately it stopped. Like, there was no more water coming out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and eventually the, the leak over the, in the, over the kitchen table, that stopped. The bathroom one still keeps going. And so I have no idea what the fuck's going on, but like <laughs> we had a bunch of rainy days since then, no leaks, nothing. Oh, good. Then suddenly today, oh, shit. like the fucking leak in the kitchen returned and with a vengeance. Yeah. It'd and it's building uh, up. It's like, it's leaking. There's like half a bucket full of water. <laughs> when I get home, I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, so yeah, it looks like we're gonna have to get up on the roof this weekend and home ownership. Do some pay- it's yeah, fun, dude, isn't it? I fucking hate nothing it. makes you feel more like a man than being able to. I don't. I don't want to feel like a man. Pay twenty dollars an hour to somebody just, else to fix your house. I just want to fucking be able to relax. Mm-hmm. That's why I do prefer. I prefer the rental game, just so that way it's like, you know what? Fix this. You and it's nice to be able to call a landlord and uh, complain. Yeah, when things break exactly, <laughs> and just stomp my feet until it gets fixed. That's right. So that's what's going on at well, home. Well, sorry, buddy. No, but you know what? Silver lining. Uh, finally got my cast for Slayhard. Yeah, I'm returning to the Pocket Sandwich Theater. Oh, this December seventh, eighth, fourteenth, and fifteenth. Uh, okay. Oh, limited run. Limited run. Ooh man, I will be returning in the be role sold of out Matt Kane. <laughs> it's a late night show, though. Oh, okay. So the late night, I don't think a ten thirty start or eleven fifteen start is going to sell it's not out. That late. Well, yeah, eleven fifteen. Underestimate. I guess, man. Guys, come see it. All right. Uh, but that's uh, that's a month, two months away from. Oh, now. I never thought I'd see you in that role again. And uh, here's our chance. I never thought I'd see myself in that role either. <laughs> My knees are going to fucking hit yeah, me. Gotta start to. Doing some calisthenics. That's right. Mm-hmm. Invest in some knee pads. There you go. <laughs> I'm not wearing hockey pads. <laughs> uh, so this is the editing bay on oh. the Next Wave Radio Network.
My name's Joe. Mine is Joel. And this is where we come to talk about movies. Sometimes they're good movies. (laughs) Other times, they might not be as good. But no matter what the case. They may not be as good? And they might not be as good or as bad. You know Uh, where Thor's from? uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh... but yeah, we take a look at these movies Sorry, every week, really. and then we try to uh, we dissect it, figure out what it did right, what it did wrong, and then see if we can put it back together, uh, maybe a little bit better than it was in the first place. Uh, Very somber opening for uh, for this Halloween oh, I was, episode. I huh? was just I was trying to give it that NPR feel. Mm-hmm. Um, Successful. So if you donate right now, I'm Rafael Leonardo <laughs> <De> Laurentiis <laughs> Donatello. Wow. You're, you picked all of them. You're all the Ninja Turtles. I'm, I could be Michelangelo. That's yeah, there it. There you go. I'm Michelangelo Splinter. <laughs> How are you? Uh, no. So we are we are counting down Halloween. We've been focusing on Halloween movies last week. Mm-hmm. Student Bodies, uh, which was a movie you hadn't seen. Pleasant surprise. And funny, uh, very funny. This week was your pick. A movie I hadn't seen. Turning the tables. Yeah, this was one that had uh, has been on the list for a while, and I can't believe we haven't done it before with as many Halloweens as we've had and. As many, uh, we like to tackle franchises every now and then. You know, we did uh, Fast and the Furious not too long ago. We did the whole Harry Potter saga back in September. (laughs) September? (laughs) I just invented a month. (laughs) That's one of those things when you're trying to set a date and you don't want to do it. Like, they're asking where. uh, You can. (laughs) Uh, September 33rd. (laughs) (laughs) September. February. Listen to our uh, Harry Potter episode from February. Uh, and, And this is a. A franchise that uh, has spawned what five sequels now? Yeah, I guess there's like five, six different movies of mm-hmm, this. Mm-hmm. Well, it was a big hit when it first debuted back was in it? 2000. Really? Well, it was a bit of a sleeper hit. Nobody expected anything from it. The the resurgence of the horror genre was uh-huh. maybe waning a little bit. We yeah. had we were on Scream Six or something by this point too. Uh-huh. Had a bunch of knockoffs. Um, and just when you thought you know kind of originality um, was missing in the in horror flicks. Along comes this little unassuming uh, ditty. Yeah. It's called uh, Final Destination. Sure. A okay. double entendre, the title, <laughs> as it turns. Would yeah. you say? I, I guess. Something that didn't really work for the sequels, which Especially, I always thought was yeah, odd. Because it's kind of like the, the joke people make about Final Fantasy. That right. They're like, wait, it's Final Fantasy, what, 12? <laughs> then it's not, I mean, the last one wasn't the final one, was it? Not only that, but the, it's playing off of the whole airport theme. Like this, so so the genesis of this uh, this idea was this was supposed to be like an X Files episode, apparently, and it kind of feels like it too. It does. It's like an amazing story. Remember the amazing story series? Yeah, Spielberg. Spielberg had back yeah. In the 80s? This feels like an episode that would have been on there. In fact, I think they did have one about a plane crash. Um, no, that was the Twilight Zone movie. Uh, uh, about, yeah, there you go. Plane. Also it, had a plane crash. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what, did you see this when it came out in the theaters? What, I, what year did it come out? I, in? Two thousand. Uh, oh wow! Pre nine eleven. Oh, uh, cl- clearly from the way that uh, some of these people behave in airports, sure, and on planes. Uh huh. Yeah. The fact that they let Stifler on a plane is <laughs> reason enough to know that this is before nine eleven. <laughs> they don't let Sean Patrick Scott or whatever his name Sean is, Patrick Sean Patrick Flannery, Sean, right. Sean William Flannery, Sean William Scott. <laughs> They're interchangeable, really. I, I am so sick Powder of actors with Stifler. three names. Yeah, the three name thing. Thomas Brody Sangster. Do you, like, do you go around and tell people like, "Hi, my name is Joel Francis Burnson." Uh, if I were famous, I would. That'd be my <laughs> stage name. Yeah, I'd actually What's, add a fourth one in there. What is just your, what is your middle name? Uh, it's Richard. 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 Well, that's because that's your dad's name. That's right. Yeah, named after pops. Uh huh. Represent. So, Dick. Um, <laughs> what? 
It's, it's a low blow. It's a low blow. But you would you go. You blow. you would call yourself Joel Richard Burnson if you were famous. Well, no. If listen, if I'm making up a name, I'm going fucking Leonardo, Michelangelo, <laughs> Raphael, or whatever. But you just took Michelangelo now. Uh, you know, there. God damn it! Sometimes uh, I'm cool but rude. <laughs> what? And sometimes, sometimes you're a party. I'm dude. a party dude. <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking off the rails already. <laughs> well, something tells me you're not going to have a lot to say about this, and what you are going to have to say may not be enjoyable to my really my ear holes. Okay, I'm going to tell you this. I, 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 as I said earlier, had not seen this movie. I'm not familiar at all with the franchise. No, wait, uh, I well, okay. I'm, you know, I of know it. of it, right. but I've never seen them, uh, and I guess. I feel like I haven't missed much after having seen this one. Oh, it's okay. a cool concept. Okay. I'll give you that. Like, it is a cool concept, that whole, like, you've cheated death, and now, like, there has to be a natural balance. Like, things need to naturally balance themselves That's out. That's right. And I would have liked the movie if it was more like that, and not like there was actually a malicious force that was trying to, like, right things. Like a drop of water that would follow a guy through his house. It's kind of sentient. It was, yeah. And yeah. then, like, after it killed him, went back. Like, why? It, it's fucking creepy. Why? Because why, it's why, death. But why even do that? Why not just keep the water there? It's de- why did it have to look like these people killed themselves? That's what it is. It can't be, it can't know. Because otherwise, then the humans will be on to death. But, it'll, it'll but know. wait a minute. It'll what piece together. Been, what would have been so wrong? Like, okay, so after after the plane, you know, and everybody gets off the plane, Devin Sawa has his... His vision mm-hmm. uh, of like the plane crashing and then gets fucking off the plane. Uh, and a handful of students follow him. Yeah. So after that first guy gets killed in his bathtub or whatever, mm-hmm. Todd. What does it matter? Like, what does it matter if we see that he slipped on water and ended up choking himself to death? Mm-hmm. What does it matter to death that people see like the dude slipped? Because nobody can be suspicious of it. Because part of the whole suspicious thing is suspicious of what? <laughs> nobody is believing. It would have looked more like. He slipped and and accidentally killed himself. Like the water being there would have actually worked in its favor because people would have said, "Oh, well, he slipped and wrapped his head around it, and he accidentally it, it choked him." Well, that would have been way too much of a coincidence, though, Joe. <laughs> after his brother was was killed on the plane crash that he should have been on as well. Okay, how about that? Hey, do you remember when you were going to uh, take your big plane trip over the summer? Yeah. And uh, we were joking about movies not to watch. Yeah, and you said Final Destination. This was one of them. Do you see what I was talking oh, about yeah. now? This is one of the most like horrific. Uh, this is the first time like a plane crash kind of felt real to me. Uh huh. And it's not even really filmed that believably. Yeah. Like, pl- pl- when planes crash, you know, like a flock of seagulls flies into the engine, or uh-huh. there's uh, the landing gear doesn't come down right. Right. They usually don't just like explode in midair without in some sort of. The fact that like <laughs> that there was a fucking news story that was like here's we, the sequence of what would have happened pieced together like, the, there no was one, a spark in the fuselage that would and they show the little map the trail of they would not have done underneath that. the seats I know but isn't that a cool like how okay so you like the concept of this I one, like right? the concept of, and I get where you're going I know exactly where you're going with I, this but, but I know that there are some uh, some sloppy st- storytelling elements which you need for there to be a story where right. our hero yeah. who's aware of what's going on is able to now start tracking and right. like chasing he after. He knows who's going to be next. How do you chase after a natural thing? Exactly. Like death. 
how do you chase it? Well, we've got to give it a device of like, right. this is it. He's got to piece it together. There's that. Which he does far too conveniently. <laughs> hey, listen, we're at the hour mark in this film. We've got to start wrapping shit up. But Dude, we've got is, three bodies that need to hit the floor. This is 20 minutes in after his buddy dies in the bathtub. Yeah. He's immediately piecing it together. He's like, there's got to be something else at work. Yeah, I'm like, because he had a premonition. Who fucking has that fucking... Who it wasn't that? just him. It was also uh, Terry. Poor little blonde Terry who uh, did not look both ways. Yeah, before crossing the street. Oh my god, <laughs> that was that was meet Joe Black level of shocking. Yeah, it was. And, and and like you knew some, you always know something's about to happen because the camera's usually locked off at like a wide shot <laughs> where somebody's kind of on an odd side of the shot. It, it, the, the, the staging is very obvious. You can always yes. tell when one lamb starts to separate itself from the group. <laughs> yes. It's being led to the slaughter. <laughs> like, oh, okay, like, you're next. Why are you walking farther away from the people that you're talking to right now? <laughs> or whenever you could tell, like, okay, so. So one person is separated from the group, and they happen to be in front of a composited shot. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Why are like, we blue screen? When Sean oh. William Scott was about to take it, I was like, oh, he's about to die now. I could tell. Well, also, like, yeah, when he gets it, they're by the railroad tracks. The train has uh, come. We thought it was going to kill uh, the douchebag Carter, but it ended up taking the poor Stifler instead. But yeah, <laughs> uh, it's made even more obvious because they're all on the ground, yes. the remaining victims. Uh, looking up at him, and he's standing there as this roaring train is going by, like just feet behind him. Right, can't end well, guys. And some of the duck weird, and cover. Some of the weird things, like I, I guess the worst way to go would have been what happened to the teacher. <laughs> That's fucking she, horrible. She got killed by like five different things, like oh, yeah. all of the elements. Everybody in this movie is Wiley Coyote. <laughs> Like seriously, there's these crazy Rube Goldberg machines. <laughs> yes, everybody in this movie is Wiley e. Coyote getting killed in like the most horrible ways. But isn't that great? Like because you you never know how it's going to happen. Like you mentioned earlier, when Todd, when he's he's about to be strangled to death, yeah, um, you think it's going to happen. He's so going to get electrocuted. You think, yeah. First, you see you, you, he's plugging in as the water's getting closer. And then next, he picks up the tweezers. What does he do? He sticks them in his nose. Oh, he shaves. See, he see, shaves at one point. He, that's he right. Cuts himself. The razor. You see the close up of the razor, and like he's on his tiptoes over the sink as the water is approaching. But then, nope, nope. He walks away at yeah. the last second. Yeah, it's really good at that. It, that uh, slow. That coil. It what did it coiled it, snake? God, I hate this term, but we use it all the time now since the Last Jedi. It subverts expectations <laughs> uh, in a way that kind of like Cabin in the Woods does. Yes, where you're, absolutely you're, you're assuming it's going to go one way and it doesn't, and I've got to give the movie credit for that. It's it's creative. I hate the cast. Okay, I hate so the cast of this that's movie. Probably Joel. we're going to agree that that's the weakest aspect of it. When Th- there when, are moments where Devin Sawa straight up looks at the camera, <laughs> I did not notice. No, <laughs> I'm trying not to look at him as much as possible. He's, he's not. He doesn't really have um, star power. No charisma. He's not a likable person. He kind of seems douchey. Yeah, he's he's got a very uh, Jesse Pinkman. He's uh, so he's mushmouth. Whenever he talks, he's very mushmouth, yeah, and yeah. like th- there is nothing that makes you want to go on this journey with this character. Yeah. Like it, you couldn't cast it. Like even make Sean William Scott this character. Oh yeah, he he's, he would have been great. He's kind of a shining star. He doesn't get nearly as much uh, screen time, but uh, when he does, man, he's he's always fun to watch, and uh, he he takes his comedic role. And uh, and does the best with it. Yeah, and he's ever on a bicycle. Like he's the way they get him into these situations. Like, <laughs> okay, it's one thing. It's like okay, uh, you know, Ali Larder and Devin Sauer out having dinner. What and, and Carter and his girlfriend drive by. Fine. Yeah. Okay, and then the teacher is coming out from the grocery store with uh-huh. a bag of groceries. All right, whatever. 
And, and then, then here comes Sean William Scott on the bike. Oh, gonna ring, ring. She's got to come down. <laughs> Fucking Elliot from E.T. Like, oh, what, what's going on, guys? Why couldn't death just strike people down, like, spontaneously? Like a heart attack or yeah. an aneurysm or yeah. something? Yeah. 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 yeah, it makes a lot more sense. A lot cleaner. Uh-huh. Or, like, just... Like create a whole bunch of bees that fucking stab the shit. Not the bees. Not the bees. <laughs> but like seriously, it, it's it showed me that the force of death mm. is both insanely powerful, but like also really weak. <laughs> like, well, like just like why did it rely on so much stuff that like because it, it can't tell the future. All it can do is kind of set the the, the things in motion. Why couldn't it just? Well, I mean, it blew up a plane. Why couldn't it just blow up everyone's house? Oh, I don't think... Uh, oh, I see what you... Oh, you think death was responsible for blowing up the plane? Yeah. I guess so. That That is what it they has, set that's up, right? The, that's what the movie says, is that Tony, it, it has a plan. The Candyman shows up and Dude, tells us... what the fuck was <laughs> up with that whole moment? Of, of sloppy uh, exposition. So are we supposed to assume that he's death? He was the embodiment of death? Because yeah. he says something to Devin, and he's like, see you soon. I'll see you soon. Well, he's like a mortician, so yeah, he, he's he's uh, symbolizing death in that. Which his, it sets up the rules. That's what he's there for. While his character annoyed me because it made no sense... I fucking love him yeah, and man. his delivery. When do you not want to see... Yeah, Tony Todd has a very... He's the Jeff Goldblum of black actors. Yes. There, I said it. <laughs> Would he be like, Jeff Blackbloom? <laughs> Jeff Goldblack. Goldblack. <laughs> Goldblack. <laughs> he's really good, though. He's really good at being creepy mm-hmm. without without it being... I mean, it's cheesy, yeah. but it's still like you're engaged in what's going on with it. Also a little morbid that he's actively embalming yes. these two teenagers' with these, friend. With these two standing Body's there. still warm, like they're squirting blood on them. Which totally defeats the purpose of them like sneaking into the morgue, yeah. where he like just shows up and he's like, it's cool. <laughs> it's like, I'm okay with come this. Come on in. You, want, you guys want to see a dead body? I mean, Jesus, I can't walk into a fucking barber shop without somebody being like, what the fuck are you doing here? You either get your hair cut or get the fuck out. Yeah, no loitering. But this dude's like, yeah. You yeah, go, yeah, it's a cadaver. You, you ever touch touched one? Out? You want to touch its cock? <laughs> Rigor mortis is already set in. That's racist right there. <laughs> uh, uh, so, yeah. so while, while I didn't like the cast... Mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed the ride. Yeah. I enjoyed the ride. It it's was, fun, right? I, I probably I probably wouldn't seek this movie out again. Well, that's the thing. It doesn't really... It's it's fun on subsequent viewings, especially when you kind of know what's going to happen and you yeah. see how they're uh, leading you one way and then zigging. Uh-huh. Um, but I, again, I, I, I've only seen one of the sequels and that's when I kind of realized, man, this is really hard to reproduce. Yeah. Again, going back to the title, Final Destination. It's a double entendre because it's, it's talking about flight. death, but also that's a term that's used in uh, in, in airports. Come uh-huh. to your final destination. They even use terminal uh-huh. as if uh, they're just kind of beating you over the head with the symbolism in the film. So but it's that, fine. If that happened to you, if you managed to cheat death mm-hmm. by getting off a plane that you knew was going to crash and right. ended up crashing, and then you ended up having to like protect yourself from the force of death for like two weeks after that, yeah. <laughs> and then like you get electrocuted saving a girl... Six months later, would you seriously be getting on a plane no. to fucking France? I would never fly again. No. I'd probably be uh, uh, in a psychiatric ward somewhere, kind of dealing with the uh, fates and, and knowing that there's supernatural elements out there. Like, it wouldn't just be like, yeah. Uh, and I dug that moment when he's in the cabin and he's kind of going like nuts about like, I'm going to beat you. Yeah. Maybe not forever. Yeah. But I got your number here in this cabin. That was neat, man. Yeah. Um, again, though, I, like I said earlier, I felt like... He pieced it together way too easily. Like, just maybe give it a little bit more. Like, maybe after 
after two deaths? I think it was after the second Was it death. after yeah, the second Yeah, it was one? after we got to Terry with the bus, hit by the bus. No, he started piecing it together because that's when she got hit by the bus was when they were like, no, I figured this out. I, I this is, There's something going yeah, on. Yeah, you're right. That's right. Oh, yeah, because the way he knows that Todd is a, a Todd with one D, by the way. <laughs> Who the fuck spells her name that way? Who's a Todd? Well, dude, Allie Larder's character's name is Clear. <laughs> the entire movie. I, I thought it was Claire. I, it was, I was saying Claire until the credits rolled, and her last name is Rivers. Clear Rivers, Joe, is her name. You did, you did notice, too, in the credits that a lot of the characters' names were, they were named after, like, uh, oh, it was like famous like, presidents well, not, who'd been assassinated, not, No, not right? presidents, but like horror writers and producers. There was a Hitchcock. Oh, oh there, that's right. There was a, a Browning. Uh, oh, yeah. There was a Shrek. That's right. He's Alex Browning. Yeah. I don't know what a giant Max, green... Uh, Max Shrek, the, the director. The ogre. Yeah, the, the, right. the director, yeah. Max Shrek. Well, I don't know if he directed Shrek. The movie, but <laughs> God I, damn you. He's certainly the main star. <laughs> the, uh, the Christopher Walken he's, character he's, from Batman Returns was cartoon. also yeah. Max Shrek. <laughs> Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that is his name. Uh-huh. I know. That's what I just said. No, but, but, but there's also, there's, uh, I, I read somewhere that the, the names of assassinated presidents. There's, oh, is there's, it? A, yeah. They go to like Kennedy High School or something. Oh, wow. And uh, McKinley, <laughs> the name of a cup or something. John C. McGinley? Uh, McGinley, there you go. John yeah. McGinley. <laughs> from Scrubs. From Scrubs. <laughs> uh, <sighs> it, it was a fun ride, man. Yeah. It was, it was a fun ride. clever. I just... What if what frustrated me, and I'm I'm a broken record already, and we're only like twenty something minutes in the podcast. What frustrated me was just how convenient it was for Devin Sawa to put things together. The fact that like there was one, there's a dude in this movie that like just hates Devin Sawa just for the sake of being a fucking antagonist yeah, in like, this movie. He saved his life. Yeah, and I'm like, like, don't think that saving my life still means I owe you anything. I'm like, yeah. well, you can at least be nice to the guy. I know, right? Like, well, dude, have to have this conversation at the the memorial service. Why is everyone being a dick? And that's my other thing. Why is everyone being a dick to Devin Sawa? So you don't the, feel bad when they the, die. The teacher is being a dick to Devin Sawa. She kind of is, isn't she? Yes. She's like, get away from me. She's like, get away from me. You terrify mm-hmm. me. So he saved your fucking life, man. <laughs> Can we go back to her uh, her death though? Oh because, my yeah. god! But, uh, because at this point, it's really kind of just been one thing that's been offing. You know, we had the bus take out Terry. We had uh, Todd strangled to death on. What, what, who has a shower curtain? I've seen with that. like fishing wire. I've seen that. Really, like a, a clothes wire, so uh, like a New, New a England laundry, thing. Huh? Yeah, laundry thing. All right, well, whatever. I've seen that before. Totally dangerous. Get those out of your house. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Death is going to come get you. But then when it comes time for the teacher, they really start to like, oh, what's it going to be? Is it going to be fire? Well, is it going to be the knives? It's almost like because she she thwarted it a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and so it's like, it's almost like death kept doubling down. Yeah. Like, okay, fuck. We'll, we'll get you this way. That's right. It ends up being always in the end. There was a cool evil dead aspect to when he comes back to her house yeah. and sees that she's stabbed and he tries to help her and it just gets worse. And it's like, no, <laughs> the ch- she's got a knife sticking out of her chest at this point. She's, <laughs> she's been burned and electrocuted. She's on the ground. She tries to pull a towel down off the counter. Oh it's on the the knife block and a hard, hard one just go like through her heart. But she's still alive. It's okay. She can still make it. Right. But not until Devin Sawa shows up. <laughs> it tries to do a remedy to the situation. And uh, yeah, what just is, makes it worse? What happens? But again, it's fate intervening and, and knocks a chair over over onto the knife that's sticking out of her yes. uh, her chest. Just and to, just drives it yep, further. Yep. Then, like, the microwave blows up. <laughs> yes. And if that's not enough, he runs out because the house and then itself the, the entire house just, it just pulls a diehard and he flies into the air <laughs> behind it. Yeah. Oh, oh, and then who shows up? <laughs> Stifler on Fucking a bike. John Williams. <laughs> ring, ring. Hey, what's going on? Hey, what are you doing here at 11 p.m. at our teacher's house? 
Did you did you hear that bit when they were like they're in the car and the police are after Devin Sawa, and they're talking about the evidence at the teacher's house and they talk about how like after the explosion it basically caramelized the blood so they've got your footprints and they've got your face. Does that happen? I don't know. Can you caramelize blood in a fire? Never tried that. Hmm. Doesn't sound. I don't know. The science checks out. I mean, I don't think we should try, but (laughs) it was just weird. Show me your finger, Joe. There, there was a lot of science that was made in this movie that I think only exists in this film and is like stated two seconds before we need to know about it. <laughs> and then speaking of how uh, death is, becomes her. Is just, uh, yeah, it does. Uh, and and starts doubling down. It, that's especially apparent at the end when <laughs> Allie Larger is one of the last ones to go. And it's just like b- b- bullets are flying. Things are expl- Her house is exploding around her. Not just her, dude. Devin Sauer running through the woods and he's fl- falling down hills and almost trees. gets impaled with a tree. Yeah. Then he's getting fucking drowned, drowned in mud. Drowned by a tree. I'm like, Speaking geez, of man. evil dead, yeah. <laughs> but at that <laughs> point, it's like, who are you trying to kill? Who is death trying to kill? Yeah, everybody, Because it's after everyone now yeah, at that point. It follows. Which defeats... Yeah. <laughs> which defeats the purpose of the science that they've built that, like, death is working in a sequence. And the thing is that I'm curious about is, all right, so we're saying... That's actually a really apropos analogy now because it works just like it follows. Where you, if you save someone, then you're next or, mm-hmm. or something like that. Uh, you're next. Ooh. Well, we're just using all the titles. <laughs> So does that mean that like nobody else in the world is dying right now okay. until these guys get taken care Death of? Death is only concentrating on these five individuals, right? I feel like there's a lot of maybe there isn't like there's one like Grim Reaper, several Grim Reapers, yeah, and, and this is the job that he was assigned. He fucked up. He let seven <laughs> people get off that plane. That's the story I want to see. <laughs> it's like uh, Beowulf and Grendel. Like we oh, we want to see it from Death's point of view. I want to see it from Death's point of view, where, he, awesome. gets, where he gets chewed out by his boss. Yeah, it's and like, it's like you bet you fucked up for the last time. A teacher and six kids, six fucking teenagers. <laughs> the, Death played by Kevin Hart. <laughs> He's like, God damn. <laughs> And The Rock, <laughs> yes. Is, uh, Why not? They're oh, and, and Jack Black. Let's they, throw Jack Black. Ooh, in there I like too. that. There you it's go. Just like Jumanji. He's the bumbling, uh, <laughs> the bumbling Death Eater. That's funny. Uh, but, but yeah, I, I love you. You can almost look at it like he's a character at that point. And as these kids keep getting away, he's just literally throwing everything at them. At yeah. the end, there's like an electrical hose that's gone wild. <laughs> And then, like, a gas tank gets knocked over. <laughs> fucking propane Trailing tank just... <laughs> yeah, goes into the car. And the fact that fucking Devin Sawa has enough time, while this is all on fire, the car is now on fire, mm-hmm. and he's like, listen, clear place, it's yeah. going to explode. You, you, don't touch the uh, handle. Don't touch anything. You're grounded by the tires. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't think that's exactly true. <laughs> I don't think that's right. I think there's there's probably a lot of danger still. <laughs> that's right. Well, yeah. Well, but we all know that, Joe, that the way electricity works is uh, once you grab onto something, you can let go at any time. He's like, <laughs> yes. I'm just going to grab this electrical pipe for a couple of seconds. I've got just a couple minutes. No, dude, your muscles yeah, clench up. Clench like, up. That's, that's how it. you can't unclench. <laughs> don't I know? So, so then it brings up another point that like she's able to resuscitate him. Yeah, apparently. Well, yeah, the, yeah, because luckily the two uh, what FBI agents that have been following him are uh, show up on the scene, are able to kind of administer. They CPR see what's at going that time. on, and I like that. How uh, you don't know what happened, right? Because it starts to fade to white, uh-huh. and then we when we come back from white, you're looking down a long hallway, and you can't see. There's a door at the very end, and it kind of yeah. looks like a hospital. It looks like. Somebody is walking towards the light. And then you find out it's like the... the um, it's, it's an airplane. It's the... Uh, the, ter- the I can't remember the, what the, the fuck br- it's called. Not the bridge. What do they call it? 
The walkway. Yeah. The runway. The, that's good. The, the, the walkway. The catwalk. I think that's what it is. On the catwalk, There's yeah. a name for that. No, I know. No. I just, the jetway or... The, yeah, there you go. I yeah. like that. I'm glad that you like I just like the, the way that was artfully done, and then you only see Ali Larder and cool. Carter, and then he shows up. He's like, hey, guys, I'm still here and alive. <laughs> to, to which every fucking person watching this movie went, huh? How did that happen? Why? And six months later, here we are in Paris. Finally made it. Uh-huh. But then they brought death to Paris. Uh, I do, see, but don't you love... Like, that ends in the perfect way. Like, that's the inception the wrong for The film. wrong person got killed at the very end, though. Oh, you think so? You think yeah. it should have been Devin? It should have been someone that we sympathized with. We, you sympathized with the asshole Carter? No, I said it should have been oh. someone that we sympathized with. Oh. Not him. Like... Who cares? Like, he's the one person throughout the whole movie where, like, eh, if he yeah, dies, I'm okay with that it. That would have been a real downer, though, right? You got your protagonist who's been through so much of the film. Uh, this isn't that heavy of a film. It's still it's, like a teenage It's, it's not, film. but if you learn anything from the movie, it's that you can't escape death. That's it's right. It's going to come back around. Mm-hmm. Heady themes. And there was a lot of, like, assumptions thrown around at the end. With Ellie Larder, she's like, now we get to live full lives. <laughs> yeah, and I don't want to waste a minute. I'm like, since when did you turn into like a fucking Viagra ad? No. <laughs> but it turned into a Viagra ad. They were, they were like bathtubs away from being those two old couples like in those commercials. Just walking along the beach. Yes. That's funny. I'm like, you're supposed to be 18. Yeah. I do love like that. I do love that it's like six months later too. Yeah. They've all just recovered. And whose parents? Their parents let them go too? Where are all the parents in this film? <laughs> well, one of them's apparently crazy. It was his best buddy's dad. Yeah. Was, and like, that's again, it's just one of those things. That it, like everyone blames Devin Sawa for the plane crash. And then the fact that he's able to piece it together so quickly. Well, those are your, those are your main sticking those are points. Those my huh? main sticking points. All right, I get it. I can't apologize for that. In the realm of horror movies. Mm-hmm. So we've got natural disasters. That's right. We've got uh, slashers. Yeah. Uh, and then you've got these forces of nature kind of movies. Mm-hmm. Uh this stuff like it follows um i would almost put the babadook in there even though the i haven't babadook, seen the babadook holy shit joe uh this would be a good, good double feature actually yeah final destination followed up by the babadook that's another film that um it, it's it's uh the the theme is deeper than uh than what it is on on the surface yeah it, on the surface it just feels like oh there's somebody's going crazy they're being possessed not possessed but uh-huh uh, some creature is out to get them, but uh, it has more to do with like dealing with death, actually. I guess what I like about horror movies like this, and the thing is that this movie skirts that line that's a little close to something like Saw, where it's like, yeah. there really isn't much in the way going on story-wise. No. It's just watching horrible things happen to people, <laughs> and like but, it keeps upping the ante each but time. But this one is much more fun. This one isn't like, oh, oh for people's sure. limbs are getting sawed off. There's a little bit of gore, a little bit of violence, but it's so over the top. What's your name getting hit by the bus? Yeah. It's so over the top. Like, I, I laugh every time, <laughs> and I think that's the intention, too, because uh-huh. there's no way that happens in real life. It's, it's Everybody weird. would have seen the bus coming from the left. It only happens in movies, man. Yeah. It only happens in movies where someone goes in the middle of the street and they don't hear a fucking bus. They have no uh, peripheral vision all of a sudden. Right. Yeah. Uh, but it it is a fun ride. I guess good horror movies will still also like tell a story. Uh, sure. It, it, it will... Uh, it, it will make a statement of some sort. Not that every movie has to, but that's something that I liked about Get Out, that Get Out yeah. has a story. It uh, Even It Follows has a point. Sure. It has a moral, if well, you will. What this movie lacks in story, uh, I think it makes up for in mood. Like, all of those scenes, the way that... It's very it's very late 90s. Yeah, it's yeah. The way that it's... I mean, everything is basically... Everything happens at night. 
everything happens at night and and each sequence is is set up like you see the you see the premonition from the beginning like yeah. he sees the reflection of the bus uh-huh. and then turns around there's no bus there like every time it's about to happen he gets a little premonition his weird, his weird spidey sense and you, yeah exactly and you know something's going to happen you don't know how it's going to happen but mm-hmm. the way that <laughs> the way it sidesteps there you what go. you think is going to happen there you go thank you let's say it that way <laughs> I'm not using that phrase anymore cut that out <laughs> Uh, I guess I would have liked it a little bit more if he wasn't like in tune psychically with what was going on. But how else like, do you explain it? Did did they explain it? The, uh, well, other no, than the just, fact that he had a weird dream and then like he's, suddenly he's, then he was linked with death. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Some <laughs> people are more in touch with the the other side. Joe. What was that Halloween. that was happening in the very beginning of the movie where he was packing and his dad was like, "So does that work for you? That suitcase?" Didn't they say something about a plane crash or something? Yeah, they were setting it up the entire time. You're getting little clues about how but something did, doesn't feel his, right. Was his dad involved in a plane crash? Like I'm trying oh, I didn't to, get that impression. I'm trying to figure out if like this came from that weird like a magical luggage tag or you oh, know, if there was something shit. going on. There's a tarantula that's uh, gotten on board. <laughs> it's a radioactive spider. No, what was it in the Brady Bunch? It was like, oh, there's a there's a, a little stone totem. Oh yeah, that's right. When they, to, when they went to the Grand Canyon. Yeah. I don't think I don't think you need anything more than that. This guy is is psychic somehow. He has a premonition. Uh-huh. It comes true, and now we get to the fun part. These guys have subverted death, and and death's not going to let it go. Yeah, he's coming back for you. This will not stand. <laughs> this, this living will not stand. Man. But I, so again, but the title works well with the whole airplane thing going on. The sequels failed because. They first of all, Final Destination as a title doesn't really work anymore. Was Devin Sawa in the sequels? No, Devin Sawa was not. Although we got Allie Larger for two or three of them, she was really? riding this train all the way to the end. Holy yeah. shit! Um, again, I haven't seen past two mm-hmm. because it wasn't as like. There's no. They didn't do it the same way where somebody has a premonition. I don't know how they cheat death and then death comes back to haunt them. Right. Um, and everything was a little more over the top. The opening sequence takes place on the road, and there's like, uh, you ever driven behind one of those? Um, 18 wheelers that's carrying like lumber like yeah. just long oh, yeah. wooden so uh, there's like a 25 car pile up that involves these like wood Jesus yeah, just flying at cars and shit um, that's visually impressive but it, it it did all the things wrong it was like let's take the things that we think people liked about the first one yeah and just up up the ante but uh, for me, it never really had the same. It, it felt cheap. It felt like just a, a, like cause, a knockoff. Because the idea had been done. It had been done, it, and it had been done better. Yeah. Of all the Final Destination movies, this one is still rated the highest. Oh, really? Not necessarily with critics, but audiences have it at 68. Critics only had it at 34, but then they did that thing where part two, they had it like in the 50s, uh-huh. even though the audiences had it down in the 40s or something. Because wow. yeah, they were trying to compensate for missing the boat on the first, on the first Final one? Destination. That yeah. Kind of, Kind of was a, I mean, it was a, it was a, a sleeper hit. It was made for twenty three million. Ended up with a box office pull of one hundred and twelve. So uh, when you have those kind of margins, man, yeah, you just keep cranking them out. That's pretty cool. Alley larder or not, good time. Mm-hmm. It was a good time. Um, what did uh, Final Destination do right? Man, I, uh, I, I, I love the unique story. I love this. You know, it, it's not necessarily wholly original. Uh, I understand that this concept has been done before. But I don't think it's ever been done in this way before, Mm-mm. and certainly not in the, I was going to say late, late 90s, but you know, this is 2000s. This is the, the turn of the century, Yeah, and uh, this was a nice way to update that story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the cast is a little weak, but uh, you don't, you're not going to see the cast. They're all going to die anyway. That's true. Yeah. Uh, I think that the concept is what this movie did mm-hmm. right. I really, I love the concept of this movie. Uh, I thought that the whole idea of cheating death 
and and making like just the force of death a, a living breathing character yeah. what was your movie favorite instead? death sequence oh dude, the the teacher the teacher i really like just because it echoed like so much of like sam raimi evil dead like yeah. the, like you could tell in that moment like this the embodiment of death or what you imagine would have been the embod- like being so frustrated mm-hmm. and almost like if if death were different actors throughout this whole movie, yeah. like maybe the first one would have been Ray Liotta. <laughs> the second one, you know, the, the 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 bus or whatever, maybe it would have that would have been uh, you know, Dennis Leary. Ah. But the fucking teacher death yeah. was Joe Pesci. <laughs> like just so pissed and over the top and like I am going to kill this bitch right now. You know what? When you were thinking of somebody to say, I'm thinking of um, Alec Baldwin and Gina Davis from Beetlejuice. <laughs> yes, like, so this is them trying to exercise in <laughs> yes. their house, and they keep fucking it up. <laughs> that would be amazing if this right? movie existed in the Beetlejuice it actually, universe. It's a tie-in! It's yes. a crossover! We had no idea. It is Beetlejuice, too. But I, I, I liked that about this movie. I liked that death, Whether you, even though you never saw death, and you can argue that Tony Todd was the embodiment of death. You do see a couple of times, remember, like in the reflection in the mirror, mm-hmm. like Todd, you, you kind of see... Um, um, like a shadow take yeah. over the mirror, or, and the same or thing with the, the teacher, teacher and the teapot. Yeah, the teapot. You see it there, so it does have some sort of. And she had tested to see if it was the gas from the from the oven. That's right. She was weirdly like just paranoid about everything. It was hers. While it was probably one of the more fun deaths to watch, yeah, uh, and unexpected. It was really kind of sad. It was like this woman's sad. just like crying she through just the entire. To get the she's out. broken up. She she keeps she can't let go of the fact that she sent the other teacher back on yes. board the plane to his death, and she stayed behind. She's so depressed, and then uh, yeah, gets a knife in the torso. Oh yeah, um, by fate. It it it, it was like well, it was another Sam Raimi movie. It was um. God, what was it called? Send me to hell or, or drag me to drag hell. me to hell? Yes, that's what that felt like. Oh, what a great film! It's so good. I love that. Uh, one. All right, so that's what I did right. What did Final Destination do wrong? Uh, you know, I think maybe the, the deaths become a little too unbelievable near near the end there, uh-huh. like when everything's just conspiring against everybody. It's like I, I kind of liked that. Yeah, where it's almost like death was starting to just like grasp Lose its straws. It. Just like here, it's just like a, anything, here's like some just, gas. Throw throw everything it could against the wall and see if it would stick. Yeah, and or and, explode. And that's what I liked. Like I, that was where I really dug it. Where right. where we got that sense that like nature was like fucking. We need to balance. <laughs> just this die shit. already. Just die already. Yeah. Um. Obviously, what I thought it did wrong was the cast. The, cast, yeah. the fucking cast. Like there was not one member of what? this cast that I thought, except for except for Sean. Patrick Flannery, uh, <laughs> Powder. That's right. I thought that Young I thought he was fun, but even he was still kind of playing Stifler. He was just Stifler who ends up dying. Yeah, in a, in a horrible way. What do you think of Ali Larder? Hated her. What do you think of Ali Larder in other properties? I think Ali Larder's okay. She's, she, I liked her in Varsity Blues. Yeah, well, yeah. Even though I think we had some critical things to say about her sure, character, but, uh, probably but I think she did a good job. Single-handedly responsible for uh, Cool Whip sales <laughs> exactly. skyrocketing that year. Uh, I like her. Listen in, to our Varsity Blues episode. I like her in the Resident Evil movies that she's in. Has she done those too? Yeah, she and she played Claire <laughs> in those. Was it Claire or <laughs> Not Claire? Claire. <laughs> Claire Rivers? She was Claire. Uh, and she was in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. That's right. I mean, it was a fairly forgettable character. She's in Heroes. Remember Heroes? She was in Heroes. Also forgettable. Which they ended, well, forgettable not because of her, because of the fucking shit writing that they started doing in that. Yeah, season two. Um, I I think I ultimately come down on the side of Allie Larder. Close, I, I close think to so riding too. the fence. I think so, but too. But I fall on her side. She's not quite Mill and Ackerman. 
Yeah. But not Julia Roberts. Not yet a woman. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, please. She's way better. She makes... She... she Malin Ackerman makes Allie Larder look like a fucking Oscar winner. <laughs> uh, oh, well, who are the weakest ones, then? <laughs> if, if we have uh, Sean William Scott and Allie Larder near the top. Oh, Devin Sow is horrible. <laughs> she is. Devin Sow is so fucking bad. Yeah. They needed someone... They needed Matthew Sweet instead of Devin Sawa. Who was that? Do you get what I'm saying? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> a little, wow. A little fucking fly by play. <laughs> Brought to you by the editing bay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, yeah, it was the, the cast. The cast is so fucking uh, bad. Have you ever seen uh, SNL does those uh, series of skits uh, about the Californians? Yeah. The Californians. The Californians. They all, uh, it's all, uh, what is that actor's Stuart, name? Stuart. Stuart. What are you doing here? <laughs> Devin. <laughs> but they're, one of the one of the characters, the reoccurring characters, the Bill Hader character, is Devin, is Devin and it's always uh, what's his name from Portlandia walking yeah. in. Devin, what are you doing here? We couldn't stop doing that throughout this film because of Devin Sawa, and he, because he does keep showing up places, and yeah. everyone's like, "What are you doing what are you here?" Doing here? The cop literally says at one point, "Devin, not Devin, but his character's name. What are you doing here?" I'm checking the tires. Uh, such a fun little drinking game. Every time somebody asks Devin Sawa, "What is De- Devin? What, what are you doing, doing here? here?" Take a shot. Uh, all right. So if we were going to remake Final Destination, Ooh. how would we do that? I have a cast from another film. That I'm using. Okay. I'm kind of proud of. All right. The, Jenna helped me come up with this. I'll go first then since you have a theme. Per usual. Go for it. All right. So I started with the Tony Todd character. Yeah. Mortician. Would, would be played by Ron Perlman. Ooh. I like yeah, that. Hell, Hellboy. Hellboy. The teacher would be played by Carla Gugino. Uh-huh. Uh, Stifler. Played by good. played by Adam Devine. Oh my God, dude! We just saw him last night. You oh you went to the he was in town. We the was at, at the majestic. We saw him on stage. He's fucking. Fu- I was worried because anytime you have like a somebody who's not predominantly known for doing stand up, uh-huh. and it's like, hey, I'm gonna go go on tour and, and do like, stand up. Can you just because you're an actor and you're funny in movies and films? Like but most of his shit is improv. A lot of it is, yeah. But he, he's also a very physical comedian too. So it's like, oh. uh, let's see how this is. But man, really pleasantly surprised. Funny as hell. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, douchebag guy's girlfriend, mm-hmm. played by Amanda Seyfried. Yes, right. Douchebag guy, well, played by Dave Franco. Carter, of course. Yeah. Poor, uh, poor Dave Franco. How many times have we recast him? A lot as a as douchebags. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Ally Larder character would be played by Emma Stone. Oh, I like that. And Devin Sawa uh. would be played by Justin Timberlake. Oh, interesting. All of this directed by Guillermo del Toro. Of course. You're going to have Ron Perlman yeah. in it. Nicely done. I like that. Oh, man. Guillermo, 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 Guillermo del Toro. GTD. The guy who makes films about fish fucking. GDT. That's what it is. <laughs> GTT. Uh, well, that's very good. My recast, uh, I'm actually taking the... Well, you know what? L- let me go through it and oh see if you can God. figure it out. <laughs> okay, yeah. Please. See if you can figure it out. I'm going to start at the top. All right. So we'll start with Alex. The Devin Sawa character. Alex Browning. Played by Chris Hemsworth. Okay. All right. Clear Rivers, the Ali Larder character. Played by an actress named Kristen Connolly. Carter, played by Kerr Smith in this one. Mm-hmm. Mine is going to be, the actor's name is Brian White. You may not know his name. Probably recognize him when you see him. Did you do the cast of Drive? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mrs. Luton. Luton? Lawton? I don't know. Lawton? That's why I put, <laughs> you heard the names the I teacher. gave them. <laughs> the teacher. The douchebag guy. Played by... Sigourney Weaver. Oh, Ghostbusters. No, no, no. No. Although, yes, Crims, Chris, Crims Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. They were, they were true. Uh, Billy, who is the uh, the Sean William Scott character. Mm-hmm. Uh, guy's name is Jesse Williams. Okay. Terry, played by Amanda Detmer in this one, the blonde. She's the one who gets hit by the bus. Uh-huh. 
Anna Hutchinson is this actress's name. Okay. So I'm doing this reverse because I wanted to tease you with Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> Chris Hemsworth. What an you, asshole. You might get it here. Todd, the wisecracking friend, gets strangled to death. Oh, oh, Cabin in the Woods. Fr- yeah, Fran Kranz. Yeah. Fran Kranz. Uh, you got it. And then the agent, the two agents, who you think uh-huh. will be played oh, by. Oh, that's going to be Bradley Whitford and, uh, uh, and Richard, Jenkins. Richard Jenkins. That's right. And then finally the mortician, who was played by Tony Is Todd. Is going to be the dude at the gas station? Tim Durzan, the, <laughs> yes. the Mordecai, the, the harbinger of death. <laughs> And all this, of course, directed by Drew Goddard. Cabin in the Woods. You got me on speakerphone again. <laughs> Morty, baby. <laughs> Guys, have you got any thoughts about Final Destination? Or Cabin in the Woods. Or Cabin in the Woods. Or Cabin uh, in the Woods. Thoughts about our recast, your recast. Uh, if we've skipped over anything, let us know. Uh, write us on our Facebook page. Just go to facebook.com slash editingbay. Or in the search function at Facebook, put in the editing bay. Find that image of the woman with the bleeding eyes. Click on that. And that's where you can talk back to us. Uh, let us know what you thought about Final Destination. If oh. you have movies that you'd like for us to talk about in the future, uh, give us your suggestions there. We've also got a website, right, Joel? Sure do. It's not the editing bay. It's not edit bay. It's editingbay.com. Please go there. Bookmark it anytime you need to know anything about our little podcast here, what we look like, a little bio there, uh, past episodes. We have a link to our archive section there because if you're uh, subscribing to the feed, you're only getting the 100 most episodes. Hope to be remedying that. Remedying. 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 Ruffles. Ridges. Remedying that soon. Cut that part out. But for now, editingbay.com. Um, guys, please leave us a rating and a review on your podcasting app. Five-star rating would be fantastic. And then uh, write a review. Let us know what you like about the show. And then uh, share it with your friends. And uh, the countdown to Halloween continues Ooh. next week. Joe, did this help get you in the mood, by the way? Can it, you at least do that? Do it you really feel did. A little... No, Final Destination totally did. Good Halloween film, right? It totally right? did. It's, it's a weird anomaly where... I hated the cast, but I had a great time watching it. Yeah, it's fun. I really had a good time. Does this make you want to see any of the other sequels? I am interested in checking out the second one. Oh, all right, yeah. Just to kind of see like what happens. Here's the thing. I remember, and I was waiting for this to happen in this movie, mm. and I guess I was thinking of a different one. I was waiting for someone to get killed by something going into a lawnmower. Because I remember that from a trailer where like something was in a lawnmower and got kicked Shoots out. Shoots out, yeah. And it killed somebody, and I was like, oh, Okay, that never happened in this one. Yeah, there's a couple of them where I was getting the first and second one confused. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, that again, that log, uh, <laughs> that log in sequence at the beginning. So you were waiting for that log jamming. Lo- yeah. <laughs> you might yeah, like- <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. To our big Lebowski. So uh, we are final. This is it. This is it. This is our final destination. It's our our final destination. This is it. Next week, uh, Uh, we are going to be talking about, and if you're already on, if you're on, uh, like Joel said, if you're on Twitter, Mm -hmm. you already know what the movie is for next week. Follow us at the editing bay. Um, We are going to be talking about The Monster Squad. Monster Squad. From the 80s. I think it's like 1986, 1987. What what named actors are in this that we would know? Um, Not a lot, right? Tom Noonan. Okay. Who you would know from, he was the axe murderer guy in Last Action Hero. Oh. <laughs> and he was also... The, oh, yeah. He was the bad guy in uh, Manhunter, mm, the original yeah. uh, 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 Hannibal Lecter movie. That's right. Uh, he's in RoboCop 2? He's, that's right. He's in, He plays Kane in RoboCop 2. Mm-hmm. He plays Frankenstein's monster in this movie. Oh, does he? Oh, my God. Mackenzie yeah, like Astin is in this movie, brother of Sean Astin. Mm-hmm. And... Um, yeah, that's basically all I, I think remember. You're right. I think that's it as far as names go. But I'll tell you one thing: uh, this movie is fun as shit. People love it, beloved. Good way to wrap up the holiday season, yeah. Halloween season. That's right. Mm. So um, next week, Monster Squad, 
I don't think it's on any of the streaming sites. I don't think so either, which is sad. I think HBO maybe has the rights to it. So yeah. if you got the HBO Go, you might be able to check it out. Check it out. Uh, and again, we've got uh, Night of the Living Walking Dead still going on until November 10th. Can't wait. At the Pocket Sandwich Theater. Just go to pocketsandwich.com and get your tickets. Most of the performances uh, are sold out. So try to, get, uh, try to get some tickets. Try to come and see it. Uh, it's, it's a fun deal. Yeah, and then after that closes... Uh, we've got Slay Hard with a Vengeance. Does that uh, open right afterwards? It's Well, no, it's in December, okay. late night, the nights of the 7th, 8th, 14th, and 15th. All right, reprising your role. As Mac Kane. <laughs> Can't wait. Yeah, that's going to be some fun stuff. Uh, all right, guys. Uh, Jeff, thank you very much. Ooh. Joel, always a pleasure. The pleasure's all mine. See you guys next week for the Monster Squad. You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.